What's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon, man, back again. Another episode of the On Run Podcast, man. This week, we're in a little bit of a different setting. Uh, we're right here at Vegas Combat, man, with Danny and Ralph. Appreciate you guys What's coming up? on the podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the invite. So, right off the bat, uh, tell us a little bit about Vegas Combat, man. How long have you guys been open? Well, uh, we acquired this uh, building in July of last year, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of renovation that needed to get done. Uh, what you see is not what, what we... A whole lot different, bro. Yeah. If you would have seen it how it was before, you'd be like, yeah, ain't no one going to open up anything in here. <laughs> yeah, it was a, so uh, it was cool. a very industrial area. If anyone's been here or will come, you'll see that's a very industrial area here. Uh, it's You don't expect it. When you're outside, you see junk. You see cars sitting with no tires and things like that, and that's the industrial side of Vegas. Um, and... Uh, in, in reality, it's right in the heart of the future of Vegas, right in the Arch District. So when we saw this place, it's like, okay, there's potential here. Um, so yeah, we really didn't see like what first, you know, for the, when you see something that's the first impression, like we saw it and we were like, okay, there's more than just that first impression. Like I said, if you drove by it, you would never, you would never know. You never know it's here. Now uh, we get people walking in and they're like, holy shit, you know, like, this is here. Yeah. They're like blown away from the first just few seconds. Just about everybody that comes through is dumbfounded. They're like, yeah. oh, what the fuck did I just walk into? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool because it reminds me of like the boxing movies where, you know, the gym yeah. is kind of like in the ghetto. It's real hidden away, but then you walk inside and it's like. So we were talking about place. yesterday. It's like Philadelphia, like old uh-huh. school rocking yeah, yeah, Exactly. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? like that. In fact, that's what we did. Yeah. We, we went uh, to New York. We went to Miami. We mm. went to Philly. We went to Texas. Jersey. Jersey. Um, and we did our homework. And a part of it was, okay, what, what is missing in the boxing world right now? What is, what is that grit, that old school grit? Everything right now is, let's make it uniform. Let's everything's cookie cutter. It's cookie cutter. cookie cutter. Just it's like everything's, yeah, everything's like the same. Like, you know, every LA, you know, like, well, I'm from Los Angeles, right. but every 24 hour fitness is exactly the same. You know, mm-hmm. treadmills are on top, like and the weights are on the floor, you know, Planet Fitness, everything's purple, like, you know, exactly what you're going to get when you walk in and what we decided to do was introduce you know a little bit of the past with a little bit of the present you know what i mean a little technology with a little old school you know that's something that you know i'm sure it's done in the gyms around you know in in vegas but you know we're we're a different generation as well we're not we're not millennials and we're not like the old heads yet we're right right in the middle so that's what we kind of wanted to bring to you know to to vegas with vegas combat right and having such like a deep uh, history with boxing in Vegas like how much did you look at places in Vegas right because they obviously went to the west coast you went down to Texas Miami yeah but what about Vegas yeah we looked in Vegas we, we went to all the gyms here and I won't mention all of them but there's a lot here yeah. um, and you know in, you know Johnny Toko is right down the street I'll mention that one because that's that's really an old school gym oh, yeah. that, you, you think of Vegas you think of that yep. and there's not one there's not one champion here that probably hasn't been in there and um and also there's not one champion that's walked through this door and was like holy shit i love this place yeah just they didn't even work out here yet they right. just walk in and like okay it's flashback to whatever it was whatever their history was whatever got them into their struggle to be a boxer this place looks like that it looks like straight out of a rocky movie yeah. here yeah. it does yeah. um and rocky is a great story and you know a lot of people are inspired by that great so, defense rocky Right. So, so that's what we wanted to bring that old school, that old school style here. Yeah. Um, 
and get some real talent right. like not just not just people who want to work out and, and that comes in too but people who are dedicated to working out or dedicated to becoming an amateur fighter or or MMA or whatever it is because I personally don't even call this a boxing gym I call it a fight club and that's why in the name it says Vegas Combat Fight Club mm. because it's not just boxing it's it's self-defense it's Krav Maga it's Muay Thai it's jujitsu. Jiu yeah, it's a little and bit of everything. Like it's not, it's a strike facility. Mm-hmm. So it's all everybody's got to stand up at some point. Um, and then we're we're both military as well. So when we're taught the enemy, you don't want to go to the ground too right. much because someone's going to come behind you, mm-hmm. uh, or two or three of their boys from the street fight are going to yep. come behind you. So you want to stay in your. Feet. Yeah, there's no such thing as a, a fair fight. So I mean, Absolutely every fight right. goes to the floor, and that's what you try to avoid is going to the floor yeah. and. Well, you get stomped on or a rock thrown at you yeah. or, or, you know, somebody drags you from behind. Well, better way to learn than striking, you know? Yeah. Right. So bring that IQ up and, um, and get that grit and, and, you know, fight for survival. Absolutely. Type stuff. But so, at the same time, we, we teach, you know, the MMA ground and, you know, the ground and pound because it, it will go to the floor and at least you do know what to do next. So. Right. right. Quickly. And, yeah. Quickly. And you're also one of the only gyms that we were talking before the podcast. You're one of the only gyms in town or maybe the only one that's open on Sundays. Right. So yeah. seven days a week. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Everybody's got that. And, and well, he's know. here. I live in L.A. Yeah, yeah, he's so. In LA. <laughs> um, so I'm lucky I get to go home. Seven days a week. Uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 my church. You know, um, whatever religion, whatever, whatever you're into. Uh, that's funny that you said that spirituality. This is my church. Yeah. This is my spirituality. This makes me a better person. Right. We, did, we just had a trainer come in and talk about that this place that are sanctuaries and churches and street politics and rules. You come to the gym. It's like there's none of yeah. that. None of that shit's away, here. Yeah. Dog. It goes away. It goes away. Everything, you know, everyone here is is on equal. Plane. It's a meritocracy. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You get, you get what you earn. There's yeah. no. Yeah. You don't. There's no handouts. Yeah. Right. And, but you also got to have thick skin. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, someone makes a joke and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, well, oh, well. But at the same time, we're open to beginner fighters. You know, he teaches a, a, a kids, you know, what it was. What, what did you just have a five year old? Five year olds. Yeah. My youngest is five right now. And I have a four year old going to start coming as well. Uh, pro fighters, kids. So we've got pros bringing their kids in. Yeah. To so we don't really. Well. Yeah. It, we're open to everybody. It's not, you know, every aspect of level of training. You know, we're, we're open. Sure. So, you know, they don't feel intimidated if we just have pros here, but it's not like that. We have yeah, first we timers. We had a dad who brings his son, started doing push-ups, and we're like, oh, we got him. Yeah. But dad, you know, he's ready to come and in and start it's training. It's a bonding opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he's, he's here, and he sees his 14-year-old son doing his thing, and he's... He got down on... He got down. He's like, doing okay, push-ups. Yeah, so <laughs> my son's doing it, and... Yeah. And I called him out a little bit on it. He started. He was laughing, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's a family friendly place. Right. I got video games here for kids. We have an know. arcade. There's an arc- little mini arcade. Uh, we have a, we have seating upstairs. You know, even if you don't want to work out, um, or you can't, or whatever. You know, you're not motivated that day. Just come hang out. Yeah. You know, it's 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 the club. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We host uh, fight nights. You know, MMA fight nights like UFC this weekend. You know, we'll throw a party here. Or, yeah boxing events so it's really open to the community it's very community based at the same time right you know that's kind of what we were raised as with our family and community so 
what better way to give back? Yeah, that's what I like about this place. It's, like you said, right in the heart of Las Vegas in the Arts District. So it's got, it's got the nitty-gritty feel, and it just feels like anybody can walk in yeah. whenever they want. So it's a cool hangout spot. Hopefully um, more people, you know, sign up and start joining. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you might be a little bit intimidated coming in the first time. You know, you can come in, sit in, and watch. Yeah. And maybe the next time, you know, you'll, you'll no, absolutely. Yeah, get you got to start. Gotta. Yeah. You got to come into the parking lot and walk past, uh, <laughs> walk past some junk. Yeah. I, I'm, hey, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but a lot of hard work has been put into this place, and we continue to. Yeah, to we're not make done. We're not. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. There's not still more. Any means, you know, this is phase one of many phases that are there to come, and we're going to use this as the baseline of what we have in the future. Okay. And like you mentioned, both of you have a military past. So how much yeah. of that do you bring into, I guess, uh, your post-military endeavors, whether that be business and particularly, you know, this fight club? Well, for me, it's just discipline. You know, I was in the Marine Corps for eight years. I did four years active and well, I did five years full active and four or three years reservist. I did the deployment thing. I went to Iraq. I was one of the first units there. Um, it's just discipline, you know, discipline in every aspect of your life, you know, to waking up early you know, to making your bed, you know, first thing I do to, you know, it just carries on to, to physical fitness. That's all, you know, that's, that, that was kind of the basis, the foundation of, I think, of anything, you know, just building the discipline of any career, any job that you get, you know, it just transitions to, to this, really. Yeah, and for me, it's, it's the same thing. Uh, when you decide to do something, you carry through with it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. We're all gonna have our bad days, but my brother and sister to my left and right of me is gonna make sure that I show up that day as well. And then vice versa, when they have a bad day, I'm gonna make sure I help them out too. And that's that camaraderie brotherhood that 90% of the United States lacks. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I say the U.S. because we've lived all over the world, and it's you know we're we're very privileged here. And a lot of other countries, they don't have that choice. They got to get up. They they don't have health care. They don't. They're sick. They don't have money for medicine, so they got to get up and get going and get out there. And and it's kind of the same philosophy here. It it doesn't really matter uh, if you're sick, right? You know, or if you had a bad day, or maybe yeah, that shit don't a, matter. A, a something happened. Your girlfriend, you know, doesn't like you no more for that day. So um, you just get up, get out your hickey bags thing and you know that your brothers and sisters in this club uh got your back so that's one of the biggest things that i, I like to teach it's a fighting is not just physical it's mental so we like to we like to promote that we like to get into your head and everybody's different here each one of you is going to tick differently right so me as a coach um I, when i'm sitting here watching i'm going to let you do your thing the first day i'm going to see what makes you tick and then I'm going to get into you and then push you a little bit, figure out. Some people need hugs. Mm -hmm. That's what they need. I need to pat you on the back. <laughs> Other Job people well need to be like, you, you fucking suck. Yeah. Get your ass up there. You suck. Do it again. When you're tired, okay, cool. Now we're going to do it till I'm tired. That kind of stuff. They want that real strong military right. style. Um, but it's not for everybody. So we have to be able to identify and adapt to everyone in here, bring out the best in them, and and work through the worst so okay. and that's in and out of the ring how well can you read like how people react to different situations that someone needs a hug or someone needs pretty i can pretty, do it pretty it's pretty well. fast because yeah, we, we're also in and you're put in a position of leadership you know in combat i was also a firefighter i retired two and a half years ago so i was a firefighter in la 
and you can read people pretty easy. Like I said, when you're in positions of authority or positions of leadership, you have to learn quick how to read people. So, you know, you can't yell at this person, you know, person A, you can yell at person B, you can't yell at, you know, and, you know, person C, you got to give them a hug type shit he was talking about. So you, you learn pretty quick, bro. It, it's, it could be just visual cues of the person or, or, you know, if he has his head down, his arms down, you know, some probably can't yell at him all the time. You know what I'm saying? But if you have that person who's, you know, eye contact, head up, you know, staring at you, you could see he's taking it in. You could probably, you know, really correct them and constructive criticism. That's just how I see it. How I can do yeah. my, my no, I mean, everyone's different. Um, being in, so he was in eight years. I was in 23 years, Man. right? So, and it's it's no difference because eight years after he was in military, he went to another military college right. department. Yeah, right? it's all it's all basically so, reg. It's like yeah, military it's regiment. It's all it's very regimental, yeah. very structured. Uh, and and you know, police are structured military style. Firefighter structured military style. A lot of businesses they hire veterans because they like that military yeah. structure, regimental mm -hmm. style. Um, and one of the one of the upsides of me being you know starting at the bottom then and, and as a uh, enlisted person and then becoming an officer um, being in charge of people's lives sending them to combat um, some of them don't come back and you have to live with that uh, figuring out how they tick and at one point I had over 700 people under me and and mm -hmm. I'd be damned if I didn't know every single one of them right now I don't know their birthdays and their social security numbers, but <laughs> but I know Last when names, yeah. that person is like this way, this way, this way, and then one day they come in a different way. Right. And that's that's when you identify like okay, this guy was always happy, and now he's like quiet. So you know there's something wrong. Something you pick wrong. you pick it up. You pick it up really quick, and it could be the opposite. Someone's real quiet, then one day. One day they come in and they're just like giving away their things and like, okay, come on, and hang out. Type. You know, he's just like, okay, uh, right? You know, and you come directly to that and you're like, well, how'd you know, sir? You know, that kind of stuff. So, um, you'd be able to identify that, and, and a lot of times it's not that extreme, but but it, sometimes it is, and we're able to. It's to definitely with experience, though. Like you learn how to be. No a leader. book is going to teach you this. Yeah, right. you, yeah. all you psychologists out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, over there, sitting over behind there. a desk, sitting behind thing, a desk, yeah. Yeah, thinking that it you, takes a book tells you that. No, yeah. go out there and, and you can't be a parent until you're a parent, right? right. So, True. Um, so yeah, we we've identified it pretty pretty quickly, and working as a team, and and even from a distance, he'll know when something's wrong with me. <laughs> and, and vice versa yeah. like, hey if I text him and he doesn't respond I'm like damn yeah. where this, where's where's this, this guy, guy at, at? <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing he's angry um, but I also I also will ask everyone how you feeling today how mm -hmm. you doing today even during a workout how, how's it going how's it going right. so it's so here it's very individual basis you know you go to a lot of these other gyms and it's all classes and there's 50 people and they're all doing the same thing and it's just going by the numbers like Tap, 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 tap. That's that cookie, that cookie cutter cookie mentality cutter that stuff. I was talking about. Like one, one workout's not going to work for everybody. Right. right. And here, it, you know. It's literally we're tailoring it to you yeah. every day, every time. And, and it, it takes a little bit more work, but that's, that's the difference. That's, what's, that's what keeps us separate from everyone else. And, and that's when our fighters are going to win fights because they know they're going to be able to adapt in the ring real time. Right. Um, get out there and end it end it as quickly as possible and that's our mentality absolutely 
And I wanted to ask you, um, being in a position of leadership, and like you said, you're in charge of people. Sometimes they don't come back. Obviously, you're in a leadership position now. How attached or detached do you have to be to be a good leader? Because obviously, you know, you have to be attached enough to know that they're not just, you know, some last name or some number on your clipboard, but also detached enough to know, like, if they go out there and they don't come back, like, I can't let that affect me because I have other people depending on me. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's not easy. Um, a lot of times we portray really strong type A people. Um, but, but when the door is closed, we're, we're teddy bears, you know, yeah. we're in there, you know, moping, sobbing, sometimes crying, but we don't want to see, let anybody see that because we have to present ourselves as a strong person to follow. I, the last thing I want in, in a real, real combat scenario or, or maybe a car accident out here, but like, go call 911. The last thing I want is why hesitation, right? No, I want them to trust my word enough to be like, okay. I'm calling 911, you know, try and trust that or climb up that hill or get into this firefight or go into a burning house and save this life because it means it, that kind of stuff. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of trust, um, and you have to earn it. So I, there's no, there's no way to truly answer that other than, other than it, it takes time and you have to build that rapport with everyone. Um, it's not easy. It's not really. I've I've lost so many people. I, I, I but you can't dwell on it. Right. You know, the first step uh, for me is always acceptance. Accept that that just happened. Accept that this person didn't come back. Okay. Well, I have three hundred other people I need to worry about still. So how do I minimize it, but don't forget it? Right. And and then deal with the ten percent that are gonna have it really hard that day, and and then go on from there. So it's not easy, but it's not impossible. Yeah. Because Danny, the brother, like, wants to hurt and, you know, but Danny, the leader, has to kind of move on and, and go to the next step, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hugs. We give hugs, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you know I had uh, one person come up to me and, and her mother just died. Yeah. And, you know, um, regardless of how the politi politics were in it, you know, uh, as, a, as a leader to a very uh, low person on the totem pole and a soldier, um, and me as well, because I was pretty high up, I still went down to her level, gave her a hug, and said, everything's going to be all right. You know, only time is going to fix this. And and I, I just showed that I was there for her on, on that human level, mm -hmm. on that personal level. I wasn't just sir, you know. Right. I wasn't just major, you know, colonel. I wasn't just that. I was Danny at that moment, and it, and it really it really does a, a lot for somebody, and, and you know, it may have saved her, may have saved her life. You yeah. know, you never know that. Right. So maybe she saved my life, you know, one day. So she'll, she'll always remember that. She'll always remember that. Absolutely. She's actually, yeah. we're friends on Facebook, so <laughs> <laughs> she always, you know, wishes me well and all that. And That's and good. Her, this is ten years later. That's real good. You guys have lived. You said you've lived men in many countries all across the world. Um, can you tell us some about uh, some of those countries? I lived more in the United States with the military and school, and I've been I've lived in Alabama, I've lived in Boston, mainly United. This guy has actually been I'm actually impressed with his resume. Even though I've been to the places he's been, I've never actually I've never lived there. Yeah, I, I lived I lived all over the place. Uh, just about I've been to just about every state. I think I haven't been in North Dakota. Um, I've been to every state. <laughs> Um, I've lived in 
a lot of the states. Uh, I moved here from Austin, Texas. I'm originally from Los Angeles. I lived in Kansas. Um, Korea. I lived in South Korea for a long time. I lived in Japan and Tokyo for a long time. I lived in Okinawa, Japan. I lived in the Philippines. Um, Visited Thailand. I, I would love to live in Thailand. <laughs> I would love to live in Thailand. I, 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 when I visit, I visit Thailand for a month. So, um, and then, but I also lived on an aircraft carrier for a year. Damn. So, um, that's that's an island for itself, yeah, right? It was yeah. it was terrible. Um, but uh, when you when you don't see the sun for three months, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Work at night only. Do some cool stuff in a place called Iraq and everywhere around it. I live in Iraq. Um, yeah, I live so in Kuwait. <laughs> it's it's you get to learn and and then you, you build that brotherhood and stuff. And then I've got eight 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 tours in Afghanistan, um, a few in Iraq, and then Africa, um, Philippines. Uh, Philippines was my first combat, and it was before nine eleven. Wow. So. The world is at war all the time. Yeah, we just don't know about people it. don't know about it. Yeah, we just yeah. don't know about it. We choose not to know about it. Absolutely, um, sleep better at night. But, but yeah, I kind of lived all over the world. Um, I, I in London, UK, I flew for the Royal Air Force for a while. Wow. Um, and that was that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, you take all that, and then you don't even know it. Like it's to me, it's not a big deal. It's just how I lived. Um, when I tell the story to to just about everybody like that's not normal you lived in yeah yeah i lived in the uk i was out there during covid um so it's 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 fun and i take all those memories and all that experience and i incorporate it into my new life which is in the boxing mma world right and what are like the biggest stark differences between uh, maybe cultural things in other countries that you think maybe America has lost or that America would, you know, do well with adapting into or something like that? Well, I would say that America is the greatest country. Right, absolutely. Right? Um, and uh, I'll take the Pepsi challenge if anybody wants to talk about it. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, America is not perfect. Right. Yeah. So what is perfect? You know, I mean... Are we all supposed to sing Kumbaya and be nice to each other and, and, and do all that? No, because we've tried that. Right. It doesn't work. Socialism. You know, it's, it's socially not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. People are different. More people are going to have drive than others. More people are going to have opportunity than others. So it's a very individual basis. You know, you can go to the Philippines or Thailand, right? We go Asia. I like Asia. Um, and you have a very wide difference in wealth. You have your upper class and you have your lower class, and you don't got really anything in between. Uh, America is is kind of even on a playing field. You know, you have the opportunity to do that. You have the opportunity to be upper class or lower class if you choose so. Um, also, you can walk down the street pretty safely here, even in the worst neighborhoods there is. Mm. You can still walk down the street and go to the store, and there's food on the shelves. It's as simple as that. You, a lot of places don't have supermarkets. It's just doesn't happen they have street food street vendors um but that's it they don't have supermarkets the biggest you know my gym is bigger than most stores in a lot of these countries so um yeah it's just it's just a different world and when and america is a great place and we have to cherish it and you know we're not we're not doing politics here tonight but 
but you have the right to vote because a lot of people don't and, and they lose their lives just to cast a ballot mm -hmm. yeah i was only asking because while i agree america is the greatest country i feel like especially in the recent years i don't know you guys are much older than us but um it seems like a uh, lot i'm not of that old huh? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> 21 <laughs> uh, i think you i mean you guys have seen you guys have been around longer so you've seen the way things have changed for longer but it seems like especially in our lifetime things are just kind of like spreading apart so especially the, you're, you're like, talking about the rich are getting richer and the poor no, are getting not poorer necessarily the rich are getting richer. i think just like lifestyle wise people are so separate right like uh, people there's such a stark contrast between people who like you know they have more traditional values they're more conservative they're more like you know i guess old school and then there's people that are kind of new school that are just kind of off the rails and you know you could blame like, social media yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah um that's why I was asking because I feel like other countries hold on to those things a little bit better. The values, so Absolutely. they hold on their value systems are different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you guys have seen that overseas, being overseas. Well, the 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 most craziest values that I've seen in, in is probably Japan. Uh, in Japan, it's it's very um, you know you got you're very technologic technologically advanced over yeah. there, right? But you go about one block away from the city center and you got the old huts there yep, yep. right you got mama san and papa san mm -hmm. still doing gardening with the most primitive tools you can see yep, right yeah. they're still out there they're fishing got fish cutting and everything is fresh nothing's in they got no refrigerator you know everything's super fresh they grow everything or catch everything so they keep their values there a lot of respect um even towards uh foreigners um but then you have other places like Europe. I would say Europe is probably one of the biggest places where the values are kind of gone. Yeah, yeah. That's why they hate the Americans for the yeah. most part. Yeah. It's just French, the French. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hate yeah. Americans. Secular French. I love the French. <laughs> they're fries. Yeah. French um, fries. They're not even yeah. from there. They're from Belgium, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't even have that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean uh, France uh, It's probably, I've never actually been to France. No? Um, but I'm sure it's great. Mm. Um, but but yeah, uh, from from my experience, Asia keeps it real tight. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're really family oriented, with the exception of South Korea. Um, South Korea is, is definitely uh, from my experience, and I've lived there for a long time and um, visited even more times. Uh, they tend to have a little bit more pride. Uh, the older generation has so much pride that they don't want to have want to have their younger children take care of them. Wow. So there's a very there's a lot of elderly poverty in in uh, in South Korea. Wow. Yeah. So when you go towards south towards Pyeongtaek, or Busan, or some of those areas away from Seoul, um, a lot of the older generation and, and the my more experience will go and and they live in poverty and and uh, yeah, a lot of the younger ones live in the city. Um, it's just I I've, I noticed it there. Mm. Um, you got a lot of a lot of poverty, a lot of elderly out there. Just they're too prideful to even accept help from their, their children. Yeah. So um, there's a, a a lot of other things that go on over there too, like testing. There's there's more there's a highest suicide rate I think in the world yeah, in South Korea that. around testing because if pressures. they don't get an A or something or they don't pass or Societal whatever pressures. they're jumping off bridges and things like that. So. Yeah. So it, it's a little rough, and, um, and and I would say it has to do with a lot of their history. Uh, it's, South Korea is a very young country, yeah. you know? You know, the, the Korean War mm -hmm. is not that long ago in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. And 
they they barely have been driving for 50 years you know yeah. that kind of stuff where in the u.s we haven't had a war in hundreds of years right really on u.s soil right 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 yeah. so um so yeah it's 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 a little bit different you know a lot of these places that's all they know is war you know look at ukraine right now yeah. right? a lot of our stuff from the u.s you know soybeans and that kind of stuff comes from there or did and um yeah we kind of seen it coming too you know in the military world but um but yeah it's a lot a lot different a lot different out there that's why we're in, we're in the best country guys sorry people hate on it but you know they know they'll never leave so yeah they'll never leave and, yeah. and when they do they always go to the resorts uh, and, you know <laughs> you know take a selfie and mm-hmm. pretend you know but but really you know the the people serving you in those hotels you know they're all sleeping in one room in a family of 10 Jeez. and you know you didn't tip them <laughs> now they don't eat today so yeah. tip them <laughs> <laughs> Um, I see it different, but it's all right. Uh, go, go for it. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I just see that I see the downfall of our society as social media and technology. Yeah. As we advance in technology, it makes this generation, I'm not saying your generation, but it makes the generation a little lazier. I think mm-hmm. each generation just suffers. It just gets more. worse. It, yeah, it gets worse and worse. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm a social media person. You know, that's kind of what I do on the side as well. I run restaurants and I run the gym. You know, you know I'm, I'm, on social media a lot and, and I see that there it's it could be good when it's used the right way and it's bad when it's used the bad way correct and I just feel like <clears throat> that it creates a false narrative of, of the get-rich-quick schemes and I got a you know 13 year old kids believe that they're supposed to look a certain way already you know what I mean and, and I just feel like fortunately I just feel like that's just the downfall of our society in a nutshell, I guess. I think it's interesting that, uh, like you kind of mentioned social media, and I yeah. do kind of agree to you, uh, most of you to a certain extent, but it's like social media, you're right. Everybody will post a gym maybe of the finished gym, right? Yeah. Probably a lot of people will show, hey, this is the place where we had it before and after, right? Not yeah. a lot of people show the actual misfortune or the hard work. This but how easy it is it to take a picture in front of a Lamborghini, yeah. you know, parked, especially in Vegas, right? Yeah. take a picture and be like, yeah, if you do this and this, you could have this. It's not even your car, dude. Yeah. And that really fucks with other people that are or other people that are maybe less fortunate mm-hmm. and they're like, damn, I gotta do that, or I gotta be like that, mm-hmm. I gotta look like that, I gotta wear that, I gotta dress like that, I gotta get my hair like that. Yeah. You know, that really that I think that really affects especially the younger generation of reality. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like you mentioned like our generation, yeah. not necessarily our generation, but I do agree that there's even like other pickpockets here and there. Of our generation, where social media has become so made us so lazy that I don't know if people want to even go to work. Well, that's what the technology is as well. How fast is it to, to get Uber Eats? You don't got to leave your house. Amazon Prime. You I like Uber Eats. We, I do too. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm a victim. I'm a victim of it. I'm a victim of technology as well. But I'm saying, but I, I recognize it, and I know yeah. that it's not the norm. You right. know, it, it's definitely it's not the norm. Or you could don't even have to leave. People don't go to the movie theater anymore. We got yeah. streaming. What Netflix, Prime, fucking. I have every channel too, but I realize that there's a difference. That this is not reality. Oh you know yeah. what I mean? So well, it's kind of weird. It's called social media, but you're not social anymore. I was yeah. just gonna. I was just gonna say that people yeah. don't socially interact anymore. And that affects <laughs> you know relationships, Doug. You know, or even just it's, social media. Like uh, a lot of the times, like you see couples doing stuff on Instagram or social media, right? And then you know 
whether it's the guy or the girl, right? They'll start comparing, like, who am I with? Why aren't you yeah. doing this for me? Why aren't you doing yeah, that? And for half me? of it's fake. Exactly. And it's all staged. It's fake. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like they're totally setting fake. up unrealistic expectations. No, that's that's what that's you hit it right there, Doug. Is it's like it builds a false narrative of of true reality, because I'm like I've been married for almost four years now, and it's not what you see on my wife's Instagram. It's not always <laughs> like that, Doug. It's not you know. Yeah, we're, we look cool. We went, we went, you know, for Christmas, we were in Cabo. It looked like we were happy, but, you know, who knows the argument that was in the morning because my son <laughs> wanted to eat pizza for breakfast and I was okay with giving it to him, you know? That's the part they miss, yeah. and they only see us happy, you know, on Christmas. I, you know, there's a lot of people that can't do what we do, and they see that, and then, you know, whoever looks at it is, is a false narrative. It, they don't realize that there's more to that picture. You know, and there's people that are real extreme where they set it up, like, relationship-wise. Yeah. You know, they, they intentionally go out to a fancy dinner just to take a picture. Absolutely. It's crazy. You know what I mean? They'll rent a, 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 a Range Rover just for a fucking picture. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I, I think that causes, it just messes up the younger generation. Maybe challenge people to do yeah. the bad moments. Like, here, it's a bad day. No right? one does. Well, it's <laughs> no, rare now. Yeah. Like, those videos of, like, oh, this is what I look like without makeup. Yeah, yeah. Viral. Yeah. Why is oh. looking who you really are viral? That's right, crazy. yeah. You know what that's I mean? the difference. It's like finding somebody with no tattoos. Yeah. You know? So, I, I, that's my opinion on, on why our generation and the separation is, is there. I don't Absolutely. know. And I guess, like, some of it is, like, how, how much are we going to stop innovation, right? Because obviously these things are, you know, happening because things are innovating, people are innovating, there's new technology, but then, like, it's kind of advancing too fast where we don't that's, know how to use it. That's what it's before. AI. Yeah. AI is like going dis- yeah. to destroy us. Yeah. You know, I heard an AI song today. Kanye was singing a song you would never think of, and it sounded just like it. Yeah. And it was AI. This isn't even us right now. If you guys are watching, this is yeah, all I could AI. Never know. This, this is, is all AI, AI generated. Representative me. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the metaverse right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like that's uh, transitioning out of military life. How difficult was that? Because obviously, you know, um, I've talked to ex-military guys before, and they're like, "Man, they is it true you get like a class, like right at, before you get out of military two weeks. to kind of adapt?" Uh-huh. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. They want you to. They want you to be life. humans again in two weeks after they trained you and put millions of dollars in training into you, and yeah, you got two weeks to uh, to be it's, normal. It's it's <laughs> stupid. Um, you just can't do that. I mean, it was, it was, it's still difficult for me yeah. to, to listen to you nasty ass civilians in front of me right now, you know? Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but that's how it is. Right, like, right, it's, right. it's very, like, we're very structured. We're very, we're very, like, regimental. This is how it is. This is why. Um, and, and all different degrees of the military, whether they're branches or the ranks, it's different. And it's also personal experience and, and the opportunities. So not every military person is the same. Um, so everyone goes at the different uh, For me, it, was, it wasn't that hard in the beginning because I went from wearing a uniform, military green, that thing, to the next day I went to wearing uh, regular shoes and a T-shirt and a collared shirt, and I was still flying military aircraft right. because that's, that's the world we're in. You know, when I went to London, I wasn't in the military, but I was working for the military. So it was a little bit of a transition for me. Um, and that had to do with COVID and everything because I had a job lined up and I lost it even before I got it. Um, but, but knowing the people that I knew 
they're like, yeah, come with us, or you know, I just went from being their boss to not being their colleague now. Yeah. Um, and I did that, and it was it was easier. But when that was done, and that was when uh, when uh, Kabul got taken over in Afghanistan, and that kind of that that time frame, um, coming back here and having to deal with normal civilian people, um, it was difficult. It was difficult because I went from, I felt like being part of something to being part of nothing. Mm. And I didn't have my brothers and sisters anymore. Um, I was in the middle of a relationship going downhill as well. And, and really it was just like, it was, I was bombarded by it. And so I went to counseling. I, I purposely, um, that's one thing that military does have is they have the opportunity to go to counseling and, and, and get some benefits and stuff like that. But you have to do it yourself. No one can lead you. You have to do it yourself. So me, I was wise enough to do that and put my pride aside and say, hey, I'm, I'm having an issue right now. I just don't feel part of anything no more. I'm, I'm like, I think I'm depressed. So I think I, I started going to counseling and helping myself. And that kind of got me out of the rift. And the counselors were great. They're here uh, in Vegas and in Henderson. And they kind of set me straight. It's like, hey, that's normal. What you're doing is normal. How you're feeling is normal. So what are you going to do about it? Challenge me. Challenge me. Okay, cool. What am I going to do about it? And, and, and just like that, like, he doesn't even know it. But not just a few days later, he hits me up and says, hey, how about managing fighters? I was like, all right, I have purpose again, so let's start that. So that's how we started doing the boxing war. We started managing fighters, um, and we started traveling with them. And one thing we know how to do is travel, especially me. Um, so we started doing that, and I was like, okay, now I have purpose again, and so let's do this. And that helped me out to get through things, and, and I also was like, okay, it gave me a new purpose. A new, how do I help? How do I do what I was doing in the military, but now do it in the civilian world? Well, we know combat, right? Well, let's let's do combat sports, and and here we are. Wow, yeah, it's quick too. It's quick. About a year. Yeah, it was real quick. Year and a half yeah. maybe. Why did you choose Vegas? I guess neither of you were here. You were in Austin. You were in LA. So, um, Vegas. Well, originally from Los Angeles, right? And I absolutely will never move back to California. <laughs> um, I don't blame you. So Stupid Vegas expensive. is close enough. So if I got family, I got family there, mm-hmm. uh, San Diego, all the way up to LA and, and, and Palmdale and all that stuff. Um, if they need me, I'm, I'm four hours away. I'm two hours away. 30 minute flight 30 away. 30 minute flight away. You know, maybe less than that if I fly really fast. <laughs> um, uh, but, but yeah, I'm really close. But I'm also not too close to where they drop into my house and uninvited, you know, that kind of stuff and beg for money or something. Um, but, but yeah, I, and I can afford it here on my retirement and that's what it was. It's like, okay, how do I live comfortably, um, and maintain my lifestyle a little bit, um, you know, fixed income, sacrifice a little bit, but, uh, how do I, how do I provide for my family and, and still have enough to do something else? And I love Vegas and I've been coming to Vegas, uh, my entire life pretty much. Before 21. Yeah, before 21. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were, we were in some, you know, mar- marketing and nightclub stuff before that. So, 
um, coming to Vegas was like second nature for me. And I'm like, okay, I always love Vegas. Vegas is the place where everyone's going to go. So I've never seen so many old friends before I come to Vegas. They always fly here. Hey, you live in Vegas? Hey, now you're a tour guide for everybody. Right. For everybody. So um, why not? Right. I kind of, it's still affordable. People here are awesome. Um, Don't forget, it's the flight capital of the world. And it's the flight capital of the world. Yeah. Entertainment capital of the world. Entertainment yeah, capital of the world. It's really entertainment. Um, and, and I have fun here. And, and I, I, I want to wake up every morning here. You know, it's, 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 it's fun. That's, That's why. Simple as that. Absolutely. I like LA. I'm going to stay out there, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> How busy. The, the weather's great. Yeah. The weather's great out there. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's just a, a little bit different out there in LA in my eyes. It's, yeah. it's, it's everybody for themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas is, is a different beast in its own, but but the local scene in Vegas is on point. I love the local scene in Vegas. Yeah, this guy's been showing me around. You know, I, I come out here, but I've never seen not the strip. You know, I've always come and been on the strip. Strip this, strip that, you know, club there, club there. But now this guy's like, I'm like, oh, no, Vegas is not what I thought it was, you know? And I, again, I've been coming with him. You know, we've been friends for over 25 years. And, you know, we would come before we were 21 and, you know, sneak in. And so that's all I knew until he moved out here and he's like, no, dude. He's like, nobody that lives here goes there. He's like, look at this place. So we've been hanging out the arts district, which where we're at. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't even care to go to the strip anymore. Right. Yeah. We went, we went to the casino yesterday and I'm, I'm not putting no money in that. But before it's like, here you go. Have my money. And, and you know, he's teaching me a lot about Vegas and I'm looking for a, a property out here as it is. So it's perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully Vegas combat really just gets ingrained into Vegas, man. Because I feel like, you know, Vegas can only benefit from that. Like it's a it's a mutual benefit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit different. You know, coming back into this this uh, dojo behind me, um, it's uh, it's absolutely nothing I've seen in Vegas. I haven't seen it. Yeah, we've we've, we've you know not to knock on other people's gyms, but we've we've made our rounds. We did our homework and. It's, it's not. It's, it's not the same. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's a movie set. This ring here came out of Hollywood. Yeah. Right. This is a movie set ring. Yeah. That we we went and got it in LA, trailered it back over here. Um, it's been in commercials. It's been in movies. It's it's this thing is has been around a little bit. And I was like, okay, what what better way to to showcase an old school looking gym than to have an old school movie set right, right here and you know, cool. if anybody wants to film a movie come on over because yeah. <laughs> um, that's what it looks like right. you know, it's yeah, set up it's it's set up like it's like I just kind of explained it you guys, everyone watching this you guys have to come check uh, it out and just check it out uh, everyone's welcome you don't even have to work out just poke in and like yeah, yeah. oh shit you're right it's, yeah Trust me, as soon as you poke your head in, you're going to want to work out. Yeah, I want to work out. <laughs> I talked to one of the coaches. Yeah. Yeah, we have some big uh, – I mean, Vegas Combat is not going anywhere. Uh, trust trust us. We are going to be in every T-Mobile Center event. Yeah. We're going to be um, in every casino in California. We have fights lined up in Texas and Albuquerque. Um, it's, not just it's not just boxing. It's not just boxing. Bare knuckle. Anybody wants bare knuckle? Yeah. This is the house. This is the house right here. 
Um, we have, we're very much in bare knuckle. We represent fighters in bare knuckle. Um, we represent celebrity fighters. We represent influencer fighters. We represent boxers. We represent MMA. We represent MMA fighters in Mexico. Yeah, we just had one of our guys get signed for the UFC. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's a Mexican fighter. That's amazing. Yeah, so um, Vegas Combat is yeah. a branch, an arm from CNM, um, Sports and Entertainment, and that's, that's the bread and butter of it. That's the umbrella. Now we have a house, right? So pretty soon, outside, it's going to start warming up. I got a ring that's going outside. Yeah, we have three rings. So we have two inside and it's one outside. Amateur yeah. fights. Arts District, we're going to have first Friday fights. Uh, oh, that's going to be sick, yeah. We're starting every Saturday. We have sparring, open sparring there every Saturday. Anybody that wants to come from any other gym, you're more than welcome to come hang out with us here, do a sparring. And then after, we have every major MMA and boxing match free free yeah. to watch. I have a 180-inch screen behind me with a projector, yeah. with sound system. Our sound system, I, I guarantee I guarantee anybody <laughs> out there, our sound system is better than yours. And I have three of them, and I can play three different things at the same time yeah. if I need to. And you, you don't even know it's there. You know, it's just. Yeah. And again, this is just the beginning. We haven't, yeah. we haven't even finished putting it together yet. Yeah. Right. We haven't even had our grand opening yet. Yeah. 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 So we're just, we're just, we're just, uh, we're just the tip of the iceberg right now. Yeah. This yeah. place is sick. And yeah, I mean, all those events. I remember the first time I met you, you told me about that, like the the live events, the ring outside. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be real cool. And who are some of you guys' favorite fighters? I guess we're just talking about that today. Go, go. I'm from LA, you know, I'm Mexican, and, and you know, I'm I'm gonna go with De La Hoya. I, I grew up watching him. Yeah. You know, a lot of other people probably say Chavez, but no, De La Hoya was my guy. Mm -hmm. I followed his career from the beginning, went to his fights. Saw him beat up Chavez twice, actually, out here. Uh, Arturo Gatti, Mickey Ward, I had a chance to watch that fight. By accident, I was able to watch it live, and that was one of the, the, the best fights. I've probably, it's rated the number one fight of, like, the century. Yeah. Um, Tito Ortiz in the MMA world, I liked him. He represented our people. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Yeah, Tito was good people. Yeah. But we had an yeah. uh, opportunity to work with Tito Rampage. Yeah, it's, I forgot about Frank, that. Frank, Frank um, Muir. Um, at the, our other gym, we were at another gym here before mm -hmm. this one, and I was trying to purchase that gym and take it out of where the state that it was in. Yeah. You know, it did for me here now. Yeah. Um, but Mike Tyson. Work, working with them. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite fighter is, is absolutely Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Mike Tyson and his style um, because and the reason why I I like Mike Tyson is, in my eyes, he came from boxing, right? And I, most, a lot of fighters do. Um, but I like it that he, he proved all business. Mm -hmm. He came in, there wasn't sequins on his, on his shorts. He, wasn't ha he didn't have matching shoes to his shorts. He wasn't coming in dancing. Yeah. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't showboating. He, hell, he barely even had sponsors, you know, he was, you know, just came in with towels. He was all business. He was and hard he to sponsor, ring, I think. <laughs> 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 yeah. He came in in business, yeah. right? And, and that's what I liked about it. It was just like his, his mentality in my eyes and what I saw, and, and I don't know him um, at all, but from what I saw, it was, he was a professional. 
Um, whether he knew it or not, he was in there as a professional. Yeah. He took his training professionally. He came in and handled his business professionally. And, and in turn, he was entertaining and not even knowing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bought when I, when I could. I purchased every pay-per-view fight that Mike Tyson was in. And I knew it was going to be like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. I was like, $75 it's for two minutes. Two minutes of, of entertainment that I've seen. And and he didn't disappoint. Yeah. Right? And, and and he's still doing his thing, and I respect that. And, and um, he's a very smart man, a uh, very skilled man. Um, and He'll be here for the grand opening. I hope so. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> come on, Mike. Come on, yeah. Mike. Uh, uh, I'll let you punch me. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, I I in Delahoya, and I respect Delahoya too, because Delahoya, you know, he came from. Came from the areas that we did. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And Immigrant there's, parents. Um, and he's still doing his thing, yeah. too. Yeah. Know, from fighter to, bu- from fire to businessman. Fire yeah, businessman. You know? you know, he was the first one to really shine. I mean, I, again, you can go to Chavez, but he's not, you know, he's a Mexican. He's not Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 you know, that's that was our face, you know, in my generation anyway, was, you know, Mexican-American from, not Boyle Heights. I can't, El, El Monte? I forgot where he was from. I shouldn't know because I'm a fan, but he represented who I saw on TV, you know, even though I'm darker than him, but I saw, <laughs> I saw myself and, you know, he, he did it. He did his thing. And, you know, that's when I, I've always, we've always been fans of, of sports in general, right? you know, in boxing. So I, I like all the, I like every fighter. Dog. I just like a good fight. Yeah. yeah. What about some of the new guys who, who you guys are a fan of? The new guys. Yeah. Anybody who kind of, you know, Devin Haney, Tank, Devin Haney. Shakur Stevens. Yeah, I like I like the uh, I like the IQs. Yeah, it's it's um, different. I know. Smarter. Sometimes it's you know I'm I love entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, some of these new fighters they're not entertaining at all. Yeah. Um, they're just there for a paycheck. Yeah. Type stuff, but you're I mean you're not gonna get a a paycheck bigger than having knockouts. Yeah. You're not absolutely. going twelve rounds and winning. For dancing, no. You, you start doing knockouts, you're gonna get bigger paychecks. Yeah, just like um, you said, you know, you were buying that Mike Tyson fight every single yeah, time, yeah. even though it was two minutes. You're still gonna buy. I knew it. it. I knew yeah. I was gonna see it was gonna be great. Yeah. And and why? Because it brought people together. Mm-hmm. We're having a party. We're having a barbecue. We're doing that. We're, you're, you you as a fighter are entertaining enough that I'm gonna invite my friends over, and we're gonna make a night of it. And I'm gonna spend my rent money watching <laughs> the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um. But some of the new guys, uh, I, I like. I like to. I like the hungry ones. I like the ones that are going out there. Um, Canelo. 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 He fights. He doesn't duck anybody. Yeah. Triple G was like the. Canelo would probably be my favorite fighter that's still, still fighting. Yeah. Right now. Um, and and you again. Tell you Canelo like, story. No, no. <laughs> um, but but he's still doing it. I mean, when I respect somebody who comes from Mexico, has the same trainer, does you know, starts as a kid and keeps going, learns English the way he did. Yeah. Um, those little small things like that and then and then gives back to the community and, and then still actively doing it and doesn't Is Canelo gonna be here for the grand opening? I hope so. Canelo. <laughs> Hello man, we'll see you out here. Canelo, come on here. Um, Alan will let him put will let you punch him. <laughs> no, but but boxing is a hard sport for a lot of people, and yeah. both physically and mentally. So, um, anyone that can tough it out is is a, already a fan of mine. 
Um, but I like to just see a, a few more kind of do more to get out there for the community, not yeah. just show off the, the new Range Rover and, and the bullshit you just bought and the, the stupid ass chain around your neck yeah. that you probably, you know, could have fed. Uh, a whole block for Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, I challenge any of you rich people out there to actually do something for somebody else besides yourself. Um, do something for the community because that's going to be your real fans. You know, one of these days you're going to lose. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys spoke about uh, when you guys just got picked up by the UFC, a guy from Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Dana White spoke about possibly doing Mexican Independence Day in the sphere. So it would be really cool if you could be too. a part of that. Yeah, you know? February 29th is the first, uh, well, it's not the first, but it's the big major card for uh, in Mexico for the UFC. So yeah, so that should be cool. Yeah, I heard him say that too for Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah, I heard, yeah, Cinco de Mayo or Mexican Independence Day in September. September 15th, so, yeah. yeah um, that's Canelo's fight dates, be, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's Canelo's things. Yeah, rights. I mean, it don't, it don't matter. Hey, yeah. if if there's more than enough in Vegas has already shown that you can have multiple events in Vegas, whether it be a Raider game, a Golden Knights game, a fight, an MMA, all on the same day, and there's enough people and enough yeah. hotels to go around. Yeah. So do it, do it, do yeah. it again, and keep doing it. Um, keep the fans win at the end of the day. Yeah, keep, yeah, that's, that's keep us, bringing you know? the business and keep bringing everything. You know, you want to do slap stuff, do the slap fights. We have that too. You know? Oh, yeah? We have, we, have, we, have, we have our, our people that do slap. Slap. Uh, um, slap for cash, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Um, and, yeah, just just – just do it, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, and then and then everyone else that does, doesn't think they can, do it. Try it. You know, you never know. You know, the only thing you do know is you won't do it unless you try. Right. So. Absolutely. What are your guys's hobbies outside of you know business and what you do for work? Is there anything you do to kind of take the edge off? Go ahead. Um, I gotta think. I got a lot of hobbies. <laughs> hobbies, hobbies. Oh, well, I fly private jets. That's a hobby of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, that's something I do, um, still, um, and it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's, it's time consuming. Uh, it takes me away from stuff. Um, cause jets are not supposed to stay in one place. You're supposed right. to go. Um, I also like to take out the little planes and just buzz around, go to Havasu or something or, uh, grab a pretty girl and take her for a ride, you know, what? that kind of stuff. Yeah, super <laughs> romantic. This guy's flexing on um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So single man, that's why. Um, but I like, I like to, uh, I like to go out and drink at random bars, <laughs> um, meet random people, um, meet new friends, um, and, uh, and go to a, a few, I have a few places here that I go to, um, but that's about it. I, I, I don't I've go been, with them if my wife's watching. Yeah. I stay. I stay. <laughs> I, I sleep uh, here at the gym. I've traveled so much that it's nice to just uh, be home. Mm. Yeah, ni- that nice sense. to do that. So I'm always at the gym too. So can you share some of the private jet stories? Like, who, who are the people that you've flown, or you know, what are the, like the little intricacies that you know people might not know about? Um, yeah, I've I've flown some celebrities and and and. They're bosses, so every every celebrity has got somebody that's above them, usually, right. um, and and some super wealthy people um, that you would never know. That you would never know. You know, you don't you never know who's next right next to you. Uh, honestly, the most wealthiest 
person. You know, he's not wearing a Gucci. Yeah, he's, he's belt. wearing bands yeah. or some Under Armour or come on, man. Some, some, uh, <laughs> he's right. Flexing. You don't even have a watch on. Um, yeah, no jewelry. Super cool, uh, usually. Um, but a lot of a lot of sports people. Um, I flew, flew a lot of sports people. Um, he's not giving you names. I'm bro. not giving you names. Sorry. <laughs> um, Couple singers, couple rappers, uh, so a couple Lakers, couple Clippers, uh, Raiders, uh, couple Raiders, couple golfers, you know, co- couple uh, LeBron James. <laughs> so basically, LeBron, LeBron no. James, Kobe, Kobe. Oh. No. Michael Jordan, maybe. Um, no. no, just uh, <laughs> just just there's some really cool people, and then there's not. You know, some some people are just not cool. Right. Um, some people are a little bit extra. They they need this. They need that. Uh, we can't look at them when they walk in, or don't uh, don't say anything on the PA and say to put your seatbelt on and that kind of stuff. It's just uh, it's just how it is. Um, but All male for nine times out out of ten, they're they're more than more than happy to see the pilot whose lives in their hands. Yeah, um, they'd be cool with us, and sometimes they kick us down with some extra tips for a nice landing. That's or something. nice. That's yeah. nice. I'm not saying names though. <laughs> <laughs> I actually interviewed him on my podcast show. And there's he, names on that one. There's tons of stories. We're gonna dub it. We're gonna take the clip <laughs> from there. Right no, but I see the golf hat, Rafi Golf. Uh, I don't, but I do want to get into golf and yeah. I, I, yeah, I have a couple of friends that are heavy into it. Uh, actually, I don't know if you guys know who Ben Baller is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so he got ben, big into golf. Recently. He's got, and I've, I've actually had the opportunity to hang out with him. I actually went to the movies to watch Equalizer three mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And, uh, yeah, he's got me heavy into it. And then his friends, you know, got me into wanting to golf. So that's kind of something I want to do. Yeah. He's if I'm actually, not mistaken, I think he, he did like a. A collab with a golf brand where he dropped like his own set of like yeah he's he's well stuff. actually he was sponsored by uh, Taylor Made yeah but he actually left uh, his contract was up and he's it's basically like a free agent really mm-hmm. and he's taking up golf heavy and again you know I talked to him on the regular and, and he's got me wanting to buy golf clubs yeah. so I don't even know what to buy but <laughs> got a set sitting there you can have them really <laughs> well, I appreciate that dog. <laughs> he's actually not a golf hat dog. It's, oh, a weed, no? it's a weed brand hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I said golf club. Oh, uh, Hidden Hills Club, yeah. 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 Hills. I actually went to a French Montana's birthday party, and, and uh, this was uh, they were one of the sponsors, and they were giving out little gift bags. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's so. cool. All right, man. Anything else you guys want to let the people know about? Um, Yeah, I mean, for Vegas Combat and for CNM Sports Entertainment, just, uh, just uh, yeah, come out and check us out. Um, you won't be disappointed. Um, it's a little bit gritty, a little bit grungy, but that's by design. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a workout here. Whatever your fitness goals are, uh, whether it to be a boxer, MMA striker. Just to get in shape. Just to get in shape. Boxing is the best, uh, the best conditioning sport yeah. there is. Um, trying to make new friends, trying to make, you know, a hobby. Yeah, and, and, and then come support. Everything. We're, you know, veteran-owned. We're uh, Latinos. Um, and we're here, we're here to, to, to help the community, um, and to move forward with whatever you guys want to do, you know, whether it just be a talk or you want to learn how to throw a punch or a kick or an eye gouge, or, you know, you don't want to learn how to take away a gun. 
if you're just um, bored or you're just bored <laughs> or you, you want to come, come hang out come make new friends yeah and just come hang out and watch a movie watch movies out watch some uh, sports <laughs> watch what you want. um yeah bring your kids yeah uh, we are definitely kid friendly we're kid friendly we're, we're we're parents as well so we know how to deal with that stuff yeah um if you have a troubled youth bring them in you you want to get off the streets come on in um yeah uh, it's 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 really it's i'm excited i'm motivated um and 2024 shit it's yeah. gonna be it's already moving fast and it's only a few a week into it right so mm-hmm. we are making some major moves um so anybody that's aspiring to be any professional sport might in, be the right combat time. sports might be the right time um, to jump on we are making some major moves right now mm-hmm. and we have the green light right now we have the green light by some big corporations to to sign, find, and promote. Pretty much guarantee fights. That's, uh, that's fights. crazy, too. So, yeah. Insane. Awesome. I guess I got one question for you. So, I know you mentioned that you guys want to start going out the first Friday and having, like, sparring events. But what's, I guess, like, down the line, what's something you want to see during Vegas Combat kind of progress into? I know you said that you guys just opened up last year, and there's still a lot more work you guys want to do. Yeah. But what's something that yeah, we've, we've been open really like really open since november yeah so we're, we're pretty new, it's bro. january it's right? only two and a half months maybe yeah. Yeah. two and a half months and we have four pros already with us yeah. like and and they they are like this is the spot this is the house this is the church this is where we're at and and it's it's for me, it's it's like I almost died in this place like twice from heat exhaustion trying to fix this place <laughs> up. Because July, our, well, I started the demo in August. Um, you know, it's August and September hot are hot. Yeah. It's hot, and there's no AC in here at the time. And there was, you know, now the heat heat it's cold. Um, <laughs> um, but that's that's what it is here. You're gonna get those those elements, and and that's that's what real fighters want anyway. So, um, but but. As for the future, um, we're looking, I, I want to expand. So we are, when you guys come see this place, you're gonna see other buildings around here. Um, we are gonna have an outdoor arena here, right? It's gonna be co-located here, it's gonna be hidden. You're not even gonna know it's here until you show up and these doors open up and it's gonna be called the, Vegas, the yard at Vegas Combat. And I, can comfortably fit over 200 people in it wow. seated um and there's no ceiling it's outside so when you look up in the air and you look up and the, you see the ring in front of you and you look up the strat is right there and and it's just like we we are in the hub this if anybody has any doubt the arts district is the future of vegas it is the future for the next 10 years at least they're building a brewery across the street we have a condo uh, apartment complex or hotel complex coming in behind us food food truck business on the side um so this place is not going anywhere no and then right next door more than likely i'll open up uh, i'll have octagons in there um and um hopefully maybe a bare knuckle ring a square or circular circular ring yeah um and we can have those and uh, this entire compound is should be combat sports oriented um and we'll let we'll let the big guys have the you know the apex or ufc and and i know uh, de la jolla i think is working on something too mm-hmm. um so 
but I but what I really want to do is be a feeder. I wanna I wanna weed out a lot of them, uh, a lot of people who just can't hack it. Right. And I want to feed those bigger agencies some some badass motivated fighters um, who are here to win and win decisively. So that's that's what I want to do. That's where I see it. And if the opportunity arises, you know, I wouldn't mind opening a Vegas Combat in Austin, Texas, uh, or a Vegas Combat in Miami, a Vegas Combat in New York, a Vegas Combat in Chicago, um, and taking the t- the same kind of mindset because um, the world knows Vegas. Absolutely. I, when I did my homework, I asked people from not the U.S., Australia, and all that. Um, what do you think about Las Vegas? Oh, Vegas, Vegas, yeah, everybody knows Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> Say uh, Los Angeles, no, they, they'll probably think California. Yeah. They'll know California. But Las Vegas is the most well-known name in combat sports there is Absolutely. in the world, yeah. in the world. Without a doubt. So um, why, not, why not expand that, that name elsewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, All right. I, I concur. <laughs> if anybody wants to get in contact with you guys, where can they find you on social media? So uh, we're we pretty much have yeah we are on every every uh, social media outlet. So the website Vegas Combat and Vegas Combat spell with a K. But if uh, I just bought the domain Vegas Combat with a C today, so uh, <laughs> if you accidentally spell it correctly, yeah, um, it'll <laughs> still right take place. you to Vegas Combat. Yeah, you, can, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. Uh, at Vegas Combat, uh, YouTube at Vegas Combat. So we pretty much got it in. TikTok, yeah, TikTok at, Vegas at Vegas Combat. Facebook at Vegas Combat. Yeah. Um, Twitter at Vegas Combat. So, so all, all of them, all the above. Uh, yeah. we're heavy with a K. With the K. Vegas Combat with the K. And it's part of that, you know, like, like Mortal Kombat. You know, we have yeah. Mortal Kombat here yeah, too. No, one if of you want to play it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on every social media outlet, you'll see us. Um, we're going to start coming heavy on the posts. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody wants to come in, if sponsors want to start coming in, we're open to talking about that too. If they want to come, start getting on our tickets, start sponsoring our fighters. Um, we we are open to all that too. We're looking for every every demographic, every style of, of yeah. uh, business out there, from crypto to energy drinks to alcohol to uh, any kind of uh, merch, casino merchandise or, or things like that yeah. uh, we're open to that now um, and we're going to be loyal we, we, I, I would like to keep one um, and to represent all our fighters that kind of deal yeah um, so that's amazing and where's your gym located for the people that don't know don't know the address so 1529 south industrial uh, it's pretty close to main street in and uh, in the arts district um, we're on a corner of Industrial in Wyoming. Uh, look for the red building. Um, our colors are the Golden Knights colors. Yeah. Exactly. I did that by design. <laughs> I love the Knights. Yeah, I'm a fan, season ticket holder. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, our colors are there, but we also have, you know, other, I mean, it, it just, it's just a hodgepodge of, of just boxing colors in here um, for everybody. But look for the red building uh, in the back of a parking area. Um, we have food trucks out there a lot on the weekends. Um, if anybody wants jerk chicken and things like that, we got a, we got a good relationship with the food trucks outside. So they're out there. Um, yeah, and then uh, if you want to give us a call, it's 702-916-1414. Um, 
give us a call and sign up. Um, we, we are also the lowest priced uh, membership of all yeah. boxing gyms in Las Vegas. So I don't want to say cheap because yeah. we're not cheap by any means. But we definitely um, beat. We, we are definitely le- less expensive than uh, all the gyms here. Yeah. Every single one of them. <laughs> um, and we're also open on Sundays, which. Yeah, that's also by design. Public. We're by not. Design. Yeah, we're not. We're this not desperate a, for money. You yeah, know, this not, is not a get rich scheme. No, this is, this is a we want people to come here to hang out and have a good time. Yeah, um, and that means everybody, not just not just Summerlin. We want North Las Vegas. We want Henderson. We want uh, Low Mountain. We want everybody to come over here. Or mm-hmm. that's why we're in the middle. We're in the center. Right. And it's not too far from anywhere in Vegas. Right. It's twenty minutes from everywhere in Vegas. Right. So, um, yeah, come on out and. Join our team. All right. Obviously, uh, you guys got the address, but uh, just to speak to our demographic, it's right, um, right around the corner from Bring It Back, um, which is a shoe store that I think a lot of our viewers are familiar with. It's on Wyoming, across the street from the new Chevron. So if you see the gas station Chevron across the street, it's right around the corner. Um, and yeah, guys, please uh, reach out to Vegas Combat, man. You guys might see us here more regularly, hopefully. Uh, yeah, we're planning get to him, get them in shape. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> they, uh, were, they were in here boxing, yeah. like getting ready and seeing everybody boxing in here. Yeah, man. This yeah. place was jam packed. Yeah, so. it was jam packed yeah, when we got jam-packed. in here. Everybody's it's you know, it's training. Very motivating. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it just makes you wanna makes you wanna put makes the gloves you wanna on. Work out. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, um, yeah, guys, follow the podcast page, honorrun.pod on Instagram, honorrunpodcast, Facebook, YouTube. Um, thank you guys so much for showing us so much love on all One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. Before we guys go away, I want to thank you guys for coming yeah, through. These guys that, came man. in um, uh, a little while, like weeks yeah. after we opened, and yeah. they, they, they showed love. Um, so support them and everything they do. I got, I got shirts for everybody. I yeah. appreciate it. So um, hand me that one. Yeah, hand me it. Oh, so you guys saw it before it looked like this? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was it's getting there. Okay. Yeah, it's getting, it's always bit. changing. Yeah. But, but I'll give you guys some shirts. Uh, we do have merch. Um, yeah, we have. If you we guys. Have store we, here. we actually have a store. If you guys so, need gloves, hand wraps. This is sick. Yeah. That's awesome. Pads. Yeah, we have. Um, and uh, yeah, wear it with pride. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Now you guys are part of the crew. You guys appreciate are part of the it. team. Yeah, yeah, appreciate man. it. And um, we got gloves for you guys if you guys want to buy some. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for we, sure. We, we have a store. We actually have a, f- yeah, they we have do. a fight store. <laughs> yeah, they do. We have a store in here, too. Yeah, so. so come show love. Uh, thank you guys so much for yeah, your man. service. And thank you yeah, guys so much for, for giving us your time. And, and Absolutely, coming on bro. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Cool. Thank you guys, man. We'll see you all next week for another episode, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.